0: Hey everybody, my name is Pat Cohan, and this is the 80 Insider Thursday 30. Our guest for today's show is the Google queen, Laura Cahey from McKinney ISD, just outside of Dallas, Texas. In this episode, Laura's gonna show us how their district pretty much runs their whole athletic department on Google. She's gonna go into the Google applications that help them craft their coach compliance checklist, keep transportation costs in check, handling media requests, playoff venue rentals, a quick tip you didn't know you needed, and ultimately running an entire athletic conference through Google. Before we dive into these topics, we do want to thank our partner in this episode, and that's Box Out Sports. Box Out gives you the ability to create graphics at the speed of sports to highlight your athletic department, teams, and student athletes in seconds. Used and trusted by Notre Dame, Ohio State, UConn, Marquette, Georgetown, and many more of the top college brands in the country. If you want your school's brand to stand out through all the clutter, start your free demo at boxoutsports.com. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope you enjoy this AD Insider Thursday 30.
1: My name is Laura Cahy. I am an assistant athletic director for McKinney ISD. And I'm here today to talk a little bit about the Google Drive and how to organize your district and how to use some of the Google tools to make things more efficient. So you can see these are my shared drives, and I have quite a few. We're going to focus just on today our coaches team drive. So here, when we started building this, we were trying to build a platform where coaches can go and find anything that they need to use without having to come for us. Come to us with an email or a phone call. We're just going to try to make it a one-stop shop. So these are the things that we know they're gonna have to find and use every single year and throughout the school year too. First, one of the first ones you see there is our AD handbooks. We want this to be accessible to our coaches at all times. And this is just overview of policy, everything from how many absences they can take to our code of conduct we share with our student athletes. We have different folders for our booster club. We ask our coaches to do a booster club certification training every year, and these are the tools that they have from that presentation. We're going to dig in deeper to compliance a little bit later, but for our coaches, we have several levels of compliance they are expected to complete every year. Uh, Some of it's just to get the school year rolling with their UIL required trainings, CPR trainings. um, Everything for that is in that folder. And then every head coach in the district also has to meet with our office and go through a preseason compliance meeting where we make sure that they have just dotted all their I's, crossed all their T's before they get into their competitive season. We'll come back to that one and visit that a little more in depth. In our eligibility folder, we have a couple of things, but the two most important we need our coaches to have access to at all times are our eligibility calendar for the district. And then also this academic planning guide. This details which courses in our district are exempt from the UIL um, No Pass, No Play. We ask all of our coaches to do an end-of-season summary. So at the end of their season, they can come in here and access the form. Um, I do lock everything down. Nothing in this drive is something that they can edit, but it is something they can copy, save to their drive. And that just helps keep everything cleaned up so that we don't end up with 40 different versions of a doc. We have things that are specific only to our middle schools in here. Um, our weather policies: when it's too hot, and how long can we stay out and practice when we reach certain levels. Um, also, when it's too cold, and that's our policies for both a game practice because they are different. We have our required UL training, our UL PowerPoint that we ask uh, all of our coaches to go over with their athletes beginning of every season. Summer camps. If they're having a summer camp, they can go here and get all their reconciliation paperwork. Uh, it's their reminder on where they need to go to get a volunteer approved to work their camp. A lot of different things here are tournament entry fees, uh, travel forms, and then UIL online paperwork. So these are the things we knew every single coach in our district might have to access throughout the year. Um, we do add to this continually. If we see that we've left something off or we've added something into our policies, that's what's great about google is it's a live platform and it doesn't have to remain static you can make it meet whatever needs you know all right so if you are trying to set this up from scratch you've never done this before um something i would do is start keeping a list almost a monthly to-do checklist and we do have those in our office and um, things that you know when august rolls around we need to make sure we've taken care of x y and z maybe it's facility requests but just start keeping a running tab of the things that you have to accomplish year in, year out, by month or even by week when you get to some of your busier, your busier times of year. And then look at what you're constantly having to email out to your coaches and what information you're constantly having to collect from them. And that's where I would start by building a folder for each of those big hot topics. You can build it as you go. And I would almost recommend that you might not release it to your coaches right away but build it within your own office and then once you feel like you have a pretty solid um, overall view of your year then you can go ahead and launch it with your coaches and just like everything you launch it's going to work well for a few right off the bat and it's going to require some getting used to others Um, but at this point in our district our coaches know if they're looking for something uh, such as an eligibility calendar or a schedule change form after a couple of years they figured out that if they needed it it was there And on the occasions when they asked for it and it wasn't, that prompted us to think, okay, you know what, we really should put that where they have access to it. And so it is always an evolving process. But I would start with the things that you know you have to require. You get information from your coaches and things you're constantly having to send. So you just take that out of the balance of having you know, another email or another phone call. So that's where I would start with that. Now I'm going to address how we took one really large section of what we ask our coaches to do and utilize the Google tools to make it easier, more streamlined, more consistent for our coaches and also for our office. I have this compliance folder in our coaches team drive and you can see it's broken down into high school and middle school. And we do several things with compliance throughout the year. The first thing we do is every single coach in our district has to do certain things in order to be compliant with our district and then also with our governing body in Texas UIL. So the first thing we do is this coaches yearly required paperwork and our coaches can go here and see we have a little doc that details if you are a coach for the 23, 24 school year, you need to do X, Y, and Z. This covers our concussion training, um, CPR training, where they go to do the online portion as well as the in-person lab. Um, We ask them to fill out a coach profile so we have information just for their cell phone, birthday, that type of thing. Um, Updating where they turn in their documentation that they've completed these trainings. We do all that through rank one, which I'm sure many of you are familiar with. And then a couple of items that if you're new to the profession or new to the district, you would need to do. So this document's there, it walks them through everything, and it's there just for their reference. When they get ready to do that, we require them to have it completed by August one. The other thing we ask all of our head coaches in high school to do is they come meet with our office before the beginning of their competitive season and we go through everything they need to have already taken care of in order to be prepared to just go and coach and play we're going to make sure we've crossed all our t's dotted all the i's and so this folder we used to have a lot of documents in this folder and it just got overwhelming it's like having two emails you can at one point just decide you're just going to delete them all so we decided to put everything in one document a couple of years ago, and this is what it looks like. We try to make it pretty in our office. We do colors and we do links, um, but it is one document. And again, it's a hub where they can go and get anything they need for that uh, meeting that they're about to go into. We have a tip sheet, and I'll probably leave that to last. Um, the forms that we ask them to fill out and bring with them, We have one of these links is, here's a list. You need to bring this with you to your meeting. It's literally these seven things you should have with you when you walk in the door. And so they will reference that. They'll print it off. They'll bring it with us. All right, now where do they go to find some of those forms we've asked them to bring with them? And here, and all of this is linked back into a safe space. All of the things, the tools we're asking them to access, I actually store in my personal drive, but they can always download a copy they can never edit. So we have our home visit out form for our new incoming varsity move-ins, um, our safety drill checklists, okay? We have to check residency in Texas, make sure that the, the athlete is actually living in the zone for one of their schools. This document tells our coach this is exactly what you need to do to check the residency of every single student athlete we have. It walks it through and then of course there's a live link to take them there to do that and that's extremely important this day and age. So they'll have access to this year round. They can start prepping as early as they want because it's in the coach's Google Drive. About two weeks prior to to their actual meeting, we'll send them a link to a Google form that will help them prepare specifically for their sport. So each sport has a little different, some nuances that are different from baseball um, compared to wrestling and so on. So we create a form for each sport and I'm gonna use baseball as my example. They're going to get a link in their email and that link would take them to a google form that looks like this and they're just going to go through and fill this in and it has everything from demographic name sport campus but we're going to start getting into things that we know we are held to accountable to, to for uil and for our district like the number of contests that they've entered for that year did they accidentally schedule too many tournaments um, we will ask them if they are going to miss school for a tournament or a competition, did you already let your athletic secretary know about that? Did you enter that already? Um, Do you have any overnight trips? Maybe they're going to a big tournament on town or some type of prep competition. Have they entered their bus requests? And again, this form is to do two things. It's to make sure they're ready to, to start their season with all the logistics and paperwork and all of that handled. But it also serves as a reminder for them they may have done everything, but forgot to enter their bus request. So hopefully that will prompt them to go back and handle all of those logistics before they get to the meeting. So when they walk out of the meeting with us in our office, they're completely prepped to go just start coaching and playing and that's all they have to worry about for their season. So once we collect all this information, we've connected it back to a response. It will feed into, just like any Google form, you can ask it to feed into a spreadsheet but when you leave it in this format, it's just not very easy to read. It's not really helpful. You would have to click on each individual cell and expand it. So what we have done is create a checklist and we've linked those responses. So for example, when our McKinney High baseball coach fills this form out, all of his responses are going to auto fill into this form and then we print it, bring it with us to the meeting and we physically sit down and you'll see this completed yes or no. Even though they've gone in and filled it out, we're going to still talk about it. You know, did you do your absences? Yes. Did you stay within the allotted amount for your sport? You know, did you do all your bus requests? Have you? Do you have CDL uh, coaches that can drive your buses for you? So this document travels with them to that compliance meeting. And occasionally things will crop up where the coach will say, you know what? I don't have my tournament schedule yet, so I didn't do my absences. We'll make a note. They'll make a note. But it keeps us all very honest. And it hopefully by the time they leave, they can almost forget about this part of being a head coach and do what we're all there to do, which is just go coach. So as in any department, you're going to have budgets that you have to stay within and you're accountable to your central office to stay within those budgets. We found one that our coaches struggled with was transportation. Uh, there were several different variables that affected the cost of a trip. And we would give our coach their total budget, but they didn't understand how, you know, what type of driver they used or what type of bus they requested affected their costs. So what we did was we created this Google Sheet where they could go and input their entire schedule. And the three things that, well, there's four things that really drive the cost of a trip in our district. Whether or not it was going to be a coach driver or we have to hire a Durham driver. Which type of bus they wanted to take. Yellow is just like a regular old yellow dog. But in our district, a blue and white is the activity bus, has a little more storage underneath. Everybody likes them. They're a little more cushy. And then how long that trip is going to take in hours and what the round trip mileage is. And all these different variables based on what you choose could drastically change the outcome of a cost for a trip. And I'll give you an example. If we have a coach driver with a yellow bus and we're going to drive, we're going to be gone for eight hours because it's a wrestling tournament and it's only maybe 50 miles round trip. You can see before I hit enter over to the side for this sample sport, they're a budgeted $4,200. So as they enter each individual trip they're going to take, we've got some formulas working on the back end, so they can see exactly what the cost of this trip is doing. So for this coach to drive the bus to this, you can see now we've gone down to a little over $4,070. All right. Well, that exact same trip, if I were to change that to a Durham driver instead of a coach, you can see we're going to go down a a little bit more. They're a little more expensive to use. So what this did for us is our coaches, our head coaches, um, they would probably rather have somebody else drive them to their game because they can concentrate on what they're about to do. Um, But it is cheaper for the district if a coach drives. So what they can do then is prioritize when they want to use a hired driver versus when they're going to ask someone on their staff to drive for them and they're still gonna be able to stay in budget. Um, If you do eventually go below this, their allotted amount, we've formulated it so it'll turn red and they actually print this off with them when they come to their beginning of the season meeting and we take a look and make sure everybody's in the green and if they weren't able to manage to keep it in the green, we talk about ways they can go back and adjust so that they can be within budget. And since we've started doing this, we've seen almost 95% of our programs are able to stay within budget every single season. There's always gonna be things that pop up and change at the last minute, but this has been a really great tool for us and to help our coaches be accountable to us. And then for us as an admin to be accountable to central office when we turn in our expenses. So if you're in Google Sheets and you just need a really quick way to look at some stats, for instance, I have this sheet here. It's one of our transportation sheets for our baseball programs. I wanna look at how many times they're utilizing a coach driver versus how many times they're using a hired Durham driver. So a quick tool for that. I can highlight a column and go to data choose column stats and then over here on the side it quickly breaks it down for you so you're no longer having to count line by line to see how often you're using in this case a particular type of driver you can use this with just about anything you do in google sheets so friday night football in texas is a very big deal and we have a lot of members of the media that like to show up to different games throughout the year especially as we get into playoffs so one thing we have done is we have taken all of our media requests online with Google. They can go onto our district website and down here if they're with the media, there is a link for them to fill out to request credentials. And this details name, affiliation, what they're asking for, what type of access, sideline, press box, um, how many spots they're requesting. On here it will also, we have a couple of things where they have to check off that they understand these are some restrictions at our stadium. And they need to read and agree to those. So they have to read through this form and there are a couple of things they just have to show that they have read and agreed to and one of the most important ones is if you submit your request after noon on game day it probably will not be taken care of for you. Now there have been some times when we hosted some really big playoff games and we did run out of press box um, room in our press box uh, and we would change the form to state that And then at one point we did just cut it off completely, but that was for a very big, um, one of our, I don't know if it was a state semifinal game, but we did cut it off and it can auto respond with we were no longer accepting any type of media request for this game. So once a media member fills this out, what happens is we've set it up to receive an email alert and our associate athletic director is the one that vets our media requests. He then will go in and look at the request You'll notice we have a tab for each individual game of the season and we've set it up to filter so all requests don't end up on one page altogether. It will automatically separate them by the game that's being requested. So you can see this one, this person has requested two passes for press box and the field and there's a place where our Associate Athletic Director uh, Coach Fetchy, he can go in and make notes and then our ticket manager is the one that actually gets the passes prepared leaves them at will call so she can come in here and say, yep, I've taken care of these people. Um, he may, end up, and our associate will always email them back and say, yep, you're approved for what you crested for. Or he may let them know, we can't have anybody else in the press box this week, but we got you some sideline passes and they're ready to go for that game. Before we started doing this, uh, we had people that were making requests via phone call, via email, text, and it was just all over the map. You can imagine we would sometimes, things would fall through the cracks. We have people showing up that, they believe they've contacted us and just for whatever reason we didn't get the message. So this has brought everything to one space and it's made it very easy for the two people in our office that deal with this all the time. Another thing we use Google documents to help us with in our office is playoff requests. So on our main athletic webpage under facilities you'll see playoff venue request. and if anyone wants to use a gym or baseball field, football field for the playoffs We've turned that into a Google form. So for instance, I'll use volleyball and basketball. If they want to request our gym, they pull this up and they fill in every single thing that we could possibly need. What time would you want to show up to warm up? What type of game ball are you using? Who's responsible for contacting and reserving officials? And it has a lot more detail than what you're seeing on the screen. But I'm going to show you what that final product looks like. When you do a Google Form, you have the option to automatically connect it to a Google Sheet, looks like Excel. And once again, the Excel spreadsheet is not always easy to read that information because the cells are so small. So we have used a Google tool called uh, Form Publisher, it's a Google add-on. And what that does is kind of like Autocrat, it takes all of those responses and puts it into a form that is much more reader friendly. So when someone fills out this form two things happen. We get an email alert that someone has filled it out and then with the form publisher we get another email with the pdf of all the game details. So you can see here this is a much easier format to read it and we do keep a copy of this. Um, they have it, We have formatted it so that it will name the document based on the sport and the two teams that are submitting this to use one of our facilities has everything on here you need contact information from the coaches that they were required to fill out when they fill out the form, everything all the way down to do you want our district to go ahead and order a trophy for this competition? If so, what do you want that trophy to say? Um, Everything is here and when we get this copy and we verify that yes, we're gonna go ahead and host that playoff game, then we use this document to send back to both competing districts to communicate with their ADs and head coaches this is what's submitted, please take a look, make sure everything is accurate, and we're gonna move forward with this from here unless we hear from you guys. Once we got our coaches used to using their shared drive um, as an athletic admin office, we started thinking, you know, that worked really well, where else could we use this? And so we started using it for our DECs. Um, our competitive districts are that we, you know, you may have six schools, you may have nine schools, but all of those schools are in a competitive district together, and we have to organize policies, and it goes every two years in Texas. So we have to meet, agree on policies, and then find a way to track results so that we, when it comes time to go to playoffs, you have a record of, you know, who's wins and losses. And you also have those policies in one set spot. So that prompted us to create a DEC Google Drive. So in Texas, our competitive conference, we refer to it as a district. Um, it could be with in our case our 6a district we have two of our mckinney schools in it but we also have allen isd we also have denton isd we have several different school districts whose individual schools are competing in a district or a conference if that makes sense so we have a lot of information we're sharing amongst districts uh, we used to do it an old-fashioned way via email and we would email back and forth an expel- excel spreadsheet the people would update. So you can imagine we would end up with several versions floating around. You were never sure if you had the latest version. And that's, in my mind, that's the best thing about Google is it's a live working document, but it is a single document. You can't end up with duplicates um, in, a, in a common space. And so we decided to take that functionality and use that in our conference or district schools just to keep our policies in one location and also our results. So I'm gonna look at what one of those drives looks like. We did a shared drive. 56A, if you are looking at the title of this, that's just the number of the district, district five, and six A indicates the size of the school. And so you can see we have a folder for each of our sports in addition to a contacts folder. And within each of these folders, we'll use basketball as an example. You can see we have our archive there so if we needed to go back and reference the previous year we could but for every current year we're going to have a sheet for each sport and this is their schedule where the coaches have edit access and they can go in and input their scores after their game and they're expected to put it in the night of the game and that way we can keep a running tab of what our district wins and losses are and all our coaches have access to it. Uh, we do give our admin principals and athletic directors access, but we, we limit them to just viewing access. Only our coaches can edit. And they're very honest. You can imagine if a coach tried to put something in there that wasn't correct, they're going to have seven other coaches letting them know. So we track our district results that way. We also have a quick and easy contact tab for each head coach of that sport in that district has their email, their phone number, and just their title. So if they need to contact each other about, hey, I don't think this looks right, can you come take a look at this? Or, you know, bad weather's coming, we may have to move our game up, everything's right there. Another thing that we normally have in here, because we haven't finalized our policies, so I'll go back to last year, we'll put the official schedule in there, which it's nice to have, but we'll also put our general policies for that sport. And this details um, how are we going to break a tie if we end up with a tie in district play. It has, you know, dates and times that they are allowed to compete. You know, we will not start a game earlier than, let's say, 530. Um, it'll have, in case of bad weather for our outdoor sports, if we have to stop in the middle of a game, you know, how and when can we resume it? At which point is, is, it, re- is it considered a complete game? So all that in the Google Drive, if you're at a soccer game and you have inclement weather, you have to call a halt to play. They can pull that up on their phone right there and know, okay, you know what, if we can't get this started again before 10 p.m., we're going to have to change it to the next available day. And we're going to have to, you know, it gives them a very set uh, standard so that there's not a whole lot of arguing back and forth. And they can access that from their phone because it's on the Google Drive. Once you get your Google Drive built and you're ready to launch it with your coaches, just like anything new, you're going to have people that push back. It may be your baseball coach that's been there for 20 years, and technology is just not his specialty, um, but we ha- everybody has those coaches. We all have the young ones, and what we found is that after those first you know, initial launch, the first year or two, everybody felt like everything was much more consistent, that they were getting, it wasn't such a moving target of where do I find this, um, how do I go about that? They would almost come here and check first, and then come to us with questions. So you can imagine that streamline things for our office as well. But ultimately, this is a tool for our coaches to make them um, to help to streamline their their world too.